are you? You know? Yeah, nice. doing good. Uh, Habib, John Jones, Make Humble 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, you know what? It, a realistic question, though, is when's Habib versus GSP happening? Yeah, you know, that'd be actually interesting. Ben Askren's there now, so that'd be yeah, good. Like, let's make this happen. Like, or even, like, okay, I want Tony versus Habib first. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I want Tony versus Habib first. But, like, if winner of Tony versus Habib, GSP. And then there's you know that 165 pound division. That'd be interesting, mm-hmm. too. Uh, you don't know what they're doing, 125. They're done there. A lot of interesting stuff. What do you think about that? I don't know, because not one FC or one championship, whatever they're calling it now, but it's tough because they're going to get a whole division. All those guys are going to leave, so they have to make a 165-pound for Ben Askren and GSP and heavier 155-pound guys for it to make sense. There's too many guys there. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that that's, it's sad that they couldn't make it work. You know, those guys, th- those were fun fights, man. Like, low-key, they were fun fights. But I think the reason why, like, the featherweight did, division in the UFC did so well when it came over was because you had guys like Jose Aldo and and Uriah Faber, and, yeah. you know, come over with their name already. And then guys were like, okay, I know this guy because I've seen him. Or I saw him at QPC, yeah. right? And then they come over and they, they impress and they're fun. Whereas the other guys, it's like, no one's ever heard of Wilson Reyes, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's even like, like that, if they do that, um, the 165 pound, that's going to be super fights right there. Ben Askren, yeah. Khabib, Tony Ferguson, Max Holloway. Yeah. You know, everyone knows that Max Holloway it takes him like a miracle for him to make 145. Yeah. Anyway. So... Let's do it. Let's do like, it. Michael Bisping comes out of retirement <laughs> if he can cut weight to 165. There's even John Jones. He pissed hot again. Yo, okay. So someone has to... Okay. I I, I remember do, doing a live stream on this. I have never, in my, in my 20 years... Okay, more like 15 years of watching UFC. I said this. But the first ever fight I watched was Anderson Silva versus Carlos Nudin. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I go back. I remember a time where the Spike TV used to play UFC Unleashed, and it was Matt Hughes episodes. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've never, ever in my life seen this this debacle. The only time they moved moved, um, stadiums was because of a legal issue regarding, like, um, gang sanctioning and clearance. Yeah. Other than that, to move because someone has an atypical finding of steroids, look, I'm I'm sorry. I I want to believe John Jones is not this stupid. I want to believe he's not a cheater. I'm sorry. Too many times, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like the and and the thing about it is the arrogance and the blatant <laughs> disrespect is appalling to me. Didn't he, like, chill Sun and go on, like, Joe Rogan and say he peed under the octagon, he stayed there all day, and then uh, <laughs> USADA came knocking, he just, like, yeah, John Jones is nowhere to be found, they waited there all day, and then they just had to leave. <laughs> He's on something. It's, like, it's too suspicious what's going on over there. You know, I, honestly, I think if you were to give me, okay, if I were to ask you, percentage of how many guys are on something in the UFC, what would you say? What would be the number for you? I think... It's a tough one because there's a lot of rich guys that like can maneuver around it. Mm-hmm. Probably twenty five to thirty percent. 
I would say. Really? Is that low? Yeah. I think it's 50. I think it's 50. Wow. I think, I think it might even go 60%. Okay. So, like, for people who don't know, I'm, like, I, I fight, like, real. Like, I'm, yes. I'm not, like, I'm not saying I'm UFC level. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I'm definitely, like, a fighter, you know? And <sighs> I've heard a lot of stories, man. Like, I can't say names, but I, I've heard a lot of stories of guys gaming the system. You know? Yeah, and then you see John Jones. They move the card to like where Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz got green lights. Like, yeah, he can't pass in Nevada, but he can pass in California. No problem. But you know, but the sad thing is, I actually do think that California, if not the best uh, commissioning body in the world, is the second best. For real? I, I, yeah. California. Yes. California. That Andy Foster guy, like, for real, Andy Foster is a very smart guy. Right. Well, yeah. Oh, Aaron. Aaron commented, "He's right, man. Aaron's on the ball with this, right? Like, you know, it. it I, that's the biggest loser in this situation. The the fans who they were going to make the Saturday night. They were going to go gamble on Friday, get some drinks, turn into an event. Even if you weren't going to go watch the event, like live in the building, you were going to make an event out of the event. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like LA, they're happy now. They got. UFC 232 there. They got Bellator the next month. They're loving yeah. life right now. They got all these big names coming in. And, and California is an MMA hotbed anyway. So. Yeah. But yeah, no. Okay. But like, I just think that, you know, there's too many guys that like have gamed the system to me. And I think that, um, you know, at some point, like, I'm, you know, you know me, I'm clean. Like I don't do, I don't drink, smoke, do drugs. I, I don't, and because, but the thing is I do it because I want to be healthy. Yeah, I I don't think it's healthy for guys to you know to be doing steroids. Just straight up, it's drug abuse. Do you think though? It's like I don't know that probably look at Japan. See Brock Lesnar now without Usada. Like they come in, looks different. You want to see like Brock Lesnar just come in and it's like okay, Brock, you can just come up, look, put the whole pharmacy in your body and uh, fight. No, because it's it's not. See, this is the thing: is that I also don't want Brock Lesnar dead at fifty years old. Yeah. Right. And and this is why we banned steroids in the first place. But we have to be honest about why we banned it. Did we ban it because of competitive advantage, or are we banning it because of of you know safety? Because here's the thing. Let's be honest with each other. If Daniel Cormier is clean and John Jones is clean. Do you honestly, in your heart of hearts, think that Daniel Cormier can beat John Jones? I don't know. It's tough. He did good last time, but yeah, like there's in a your lot. Heart of hearts, yeah. In your heart of hearts, do you honestly think that John Jones will lose to anybody? Like outside, okay, maybe outside of DC and Gustafson. Do you think he would lose to anybody clean? Probably Kane Velasquez. That's about it. Maybe. Maybe. That's like a hard like pass because we never see him fight a heavyweight, but Uberim, like the Reem, Uberim, like. Massive two sixty five, all roided up, Uberim. Maybe, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> there are so many few people on this earth that could beat John Jones healthy, yeah. clean, right? And then to so to me, it's like okay, it's not the competitive advantage, but it's about safety, right? To me, and especially at the heavyweight division, like I don't want Mark Hunt being knocked out at forty eight years old. Yeah, then fighting that long and just getting all those blows to the head—it's crazy. Right, but at the same time, look who he look who he's fighting for Brito Verdum, getting tested positive for steroids, making him big juice to the gills for Brito Verdum, <laughs> juice, juice to the gills, Alistair Overeem. 
But at the same time, in my heart of hearts, do I really think Mark Hunt could beat Alistair Overeem in a kickboxing match, in an MMA match, in anything? Mm, yeah. I think Mark Hunt could beat Alistair Overeem in a fight, whether Overeem is clean or not clean. The answer is no. He's not being in Mark Alistair Overeem. Are you kidding me? I love Mark Hunt, but he's not beating him. Yeah, same. He's not beating him. He doesn't have the yeah. skills like him. And like athleticism comes in and, and it's Exactly. Tough. Exactly. Right? So on that end of the spectrum, it's like, okay, like as long as they're not going Gleason T-Bow with this, you know, like is steroids really doing that much? And that's where I always struggle with this argument, you know? <laughs> I just saw the comment. <laughs> <laughs> Nickname Bones. That's it, Aaron. Aaron. Aaron's on point with this. Dude, you know what? If Aaron could join, if we could do like a three-way conversation, can you do that? I'm just getting a hey, this is the first time I went live, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's try this off. Man, Aaron request to join. No, that's the wrong button. <laughs> uh yeah. Nah. yeah. Yes it is. Plug for Sportsnet. They gotta sponsor our channel right now. Oh really? Oh no no. Imagine though. Okay. Like I'm oh, we're giving them free publicity, Sportsnet three sixty, gotta hook us up. Yeah, I tried it. No button here to do a yeah, the only way I could get you on is it when you requested to come live. But yeah, like that 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 broke my heart, man. That, like, yeah, I just, another I just, event, like another like he this guy failed before another drug test. He come on, man. He, again, again. But see, that's my thing. I think he's a cheater. I just think that it's not. Oh, he said he's good. All right, all right. Aaron, we miss you, buddy. Yeah. See, you know what? I haven't been in vibe, at Vibe for a long time. I have love for everybody. I have love for everybody. Well, almost everybody. I can't. I can't. You know, Natasha, Fatima, Nina. I see Nina at the gym all the time. You know, you know I wish Hashtag, honestly, I want Hashtag to be the best show on earth. Like, I want it to be like the Breakfast Club. Canadian Breakfast Club. Yeah. It's on its way to becoming that. <laughs> you know? It's on its way. But yeah, no, it's a good show. But yeah, anything else? I want to see Khabib versus John Jones. Let's book it. Let's like no yeah, weight divisions. Number one bullshit. <laughs> he goes no, up. No, he doesn't no. even have to cut weight, Khabib. He walks around like two hundred anyways. Just step up. Just a gangster <laughs> move. Man. I hear that him and DC go to warring camp anyway. So why not? Yeah. Like, maybe he's just really a light heavyweight guy, and and he's been fighting the wrong division. There's even videos on YouTube of him just putting Luke Rockhold on his ass and just destroying him. It's crazy. It's like five or six years old. Habib just picks up Luke Rockhold and slams him, and Luke Rockhold can't do anything about it. <laughs> and and here's the thing about Luke Rockhold. He's a big 185. Yeah. Not like, he's, he, like, I, I'm going to use this word lightly, but he's not a bitch, eh? Like, he, he's... He's for real. <laughs> and Luke Rockhold, like, you know, he's a former UFC middleweight champion of the world, and Habib's just ragdolling. <laughs> he's a scary yeah. guy. Man, you know, like, this is what I was talking about. Like, when people, because I remember, okay, I was training some kids at the martial arts club at York, right? And some kids were like, you know, there's a chance Conor can win. And I'm like, yeah, sure there's a chance. Everyone has a chance. But Habib has been wrestling bare since he was nine. Yeah, and you're oh my God, that was scary. And, and you're expecting him to lose to Conor McGregor? Conor McGregor has to deal with that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then Conor McGregor with Dylan Dennis. He's like, oh, yeah, he's going to take him down. He's going to have an easy time with him. Okay, Khabib just picks him up, slams him, and starts talking to him. <laughs> he's like, come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's, you know, let's go. talk. Let's talk. And then goes out, still has enough energy to jump over the cage and fly over every was, the whole team. That is the messed up part in all of this, is that he still has enough energy for the fight to fight somebody else, right? 
he's getting dragged away. He's like, call my Irish people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, there's a level, like, look, I don't condone that because you know what? Like, it just made, it made a sport I love look really bad. But there's a level of, like, badassity to it. Oh, yeah. Going you after know? the whole team. Oh, oh my God. God. No fear. Like, that's the thing. He went alone by himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way he was winning that. Iconic yeah. picture of him jumping over like an eagle, about to oh, just squat Dylan Dennis right in the head. Oh, my Lord. And, like, what possessed him to do that? Like, Dylan Dennis must have said something. I, I don't believe this whole, like, SBD kind of thing that he did it. He yeah. Something. He said something. I don't care. Like, you cannot tell me. He did not say something. He's probably like, praying to God he's in Bellator. And Habib is far away. Can't fight him. <laughs> or else <laughs> he'd probably call him and be like, yeah, Habib's Scott Coker. Man, he's gonna, Habib's going to send, like, Zubira. My God. And, like, like basically, a.k.a. A, um, the whole crew is going to go down there. The Russian um, Javier. You know, this is this is how you know, like, a.k.a. is, like, the NWO of the UFC now. It used to be the Caesar Gracie crew. Now it's now it's uh, a.k.a. Because, you know, Javier um, Hernandez has no control of these guys like he's, not, he's he's trying to give he's trying to give the beep some advice in the corner it's like he's talking shit to dana white saying he's gonna beat him up next <laughs> you know like it's like okay it's like the, the, dc he's talking to dc dc's like just calling everybody out calling jimmy Manuel. <laughs> he's like you can't beat me you can't beat me i'm like god damn like like the only guy he's got under control is luke rockhold maybe yeah <laughs> and that's because luke rockhold doesn't says like two words Dana White missed an opportunity. Should have pulled a Vince McMahon. Grabbed the title. Put on Habib. Raise his hand up in the air. And oh. just smile. End the pay-per-view oh. with that. Oh, my Dude. God. They were just threw bottles all over the octagon. Just shit man. everywhere. It's like, honestly, like, it's just, I don't know, man. It, it just made us, it made, it made everything look bad. Because, like, you had Derek Lewis do what Derek Lewis did. Michelle Warrison go out there and have, like, the performance of her life. You know? And then that. It just made everything look bad. But at the same time. You know, when you're not there, there's just a level of, of spectacularness to it. Oh, it was fun. It was a good night. It was a good it's probably the best wow. event of the year in the UFC. Oh, my God. 229? 100%. 100%. Because here's the thing. It actually went well. Like, everything yeah. went the way it was supposed to go. So, like, Pattinson Ferguson yeah. was good. Everything on the card just delivered. More than any other pay-per-view. You know what? I really want to see Habib versus Tony. Like, that's the fight. That's yeah. the fight. And, like, that fight, who do you think matches up? Because they say, like, Tony has, like, the best defense of his takedowns. But Khabib is just so good, and I don't see Tony winning that. Well, the way Habib, you know what the thing is about Habib is, from a technical perspective, he's actually not that good of a wrestler. Yeah, just like, the way he why, gets a hold of guys is crazy. Yeah, and that's why a lot of guys think that they can actually, like, grapple with Habib. Is because when you look at him technically, you're like, yo, this ain't it, Chief. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just that he's so strong. You know, that's the thing. Like, he's so strong. And while he's not technically a good wrestler, there's something to be said about being different. Yeah. Right? In the way you go, you do something. And it throwing people off because, you know, there's kind of an academization of MMA going on now right now. Oh, I heard them. Oh, uh, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Because I heard like I thought I heard like someone but it's probably could be coming after you for saying he's not a good wrestler. Uh, <laughs> he's at your door. Watch out. Uh, he's gonna knock your door down and make you humble. He makes yeah. smash. <laughs> He's gonna take me down, hit me a couple of times. He's been <laughs> <laughs> Start talking, you too. Yeah, 
You say I'm not good wrestling. Just <laughs> <laughs> get smacked around. And I got heel hooked in, in uh, BJJ today. Like, I feel like, man, no one's going to get this reference, but I feel like Legend of Korra, when Korra got, what, got poisoned, every time he's about to get poisoned, he, gets, he freezes. That's me with a heel hook. Every time someone watches a heel hook, I freeze. I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the UFC should have tag team fights. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind that. More Dude, chaos. I've seen, I've seen some two-on-two -two, uh, MMA fights. Uh, yeah, I've like, seen three-on-three, three and like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. out of control. It's, the referee even seems in on it. Honestly, it's it's so chaotic, but at the same time, I would love to see how the UFC can make it marketable. Like, just have, like, like tag teams, like a big guy, small guy kind of thing going on. Khabib, Cormier, and Velasquez would just destroy. That's, like, the best oh. team in MMA. Those Dude, three. Okay. Who would you have? Who would be your three? Like, and they have to be from the same camp. Who would be same camp? Three? Yeah, I would go, like, five years ago, like, GSP, Roy McDonald, and... A tough one there. I don't know if there's another elite to that level. I mean, like maybe you could have Eve Chabuin, but like it's like uh, like compared to the uh, like John Jones, Yoel Romero, and oh my god. Okay, so like if it was Team Jackson, and like all my all time list would be Rashad, John Jones, Cowboy. Wow, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Diego Sanchez there too. Then there's Alpha Male, but they're all small guys like Dillashaw, Garbrand, and Faber. Yeah, that, that's a good. Well, I mean, Dillashaw, like, now, no, but, like... No, yeah, not, definitely not now. <laughs> yeah, but, like, back then, yeah, like, like oh, ooh, but, like, how about Tough Team? Oh, Are yeah. Team? Yeah, they got... That's a good guys. one. If girls, if girls are allowed to be in it, Amanda Nunez in there, cracking bitches. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cyborg and, like, Tito. Oh, Team Punishment, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, uh, the Lions, then, that'd be, like, they'd be one and done on the old-school bracket. Old school. You know what? Uh, like, BJ Penn's camp wasn't all that great, but, like, having BJ on, on a squad, like, I think BJ's crazy. That's the thing. BJ knows how to fight everybody. Yeah. Like, he wants to fight, like, other guys, too. He wants to fight heavyweights. Crazy. Yeah. Yo, he fought Lyoto Machida. Think about that. He fought Lyoto Machida. Like, That's nuts. That's, like, <laughs> 50 pounds over his weight that he went after. Man. Like, could you imagine? Like, that, that, that would not fly today. Leo Machida versus BJ Pendigo. Can you imagine that? Like a modern day, like Kumite in the UFC. Just have an open weight tournament. Have like the biggest guy. Wasn't that something kind of what uh, Belzo was doing with their heavyweight Grand Prix? Yeah, they had like Chael Sonnen and mm. he fought Rampage. Fedor. Yeah. yeah. Rampage now is like 255, 260. You know, you know what the thing is with Rampage? I used to like him a lot and now I don't. You know, and, and you know what it is? You, you know why I don't like him? Because he's such a complainer. Yeah, doesn't seem motivated. You know, he's not motivated, and he comes out, and the thing is, because the thing about Rampage is, it's, it's the Anderson Silva thing all over again, where it's like, he can still legitimately contribute and legitimately put on some fights and can still be effective at his age. But in Anderson Silva's case, though, it's because Anderson Silva is here, and he keeps facing here. You know yeah. Saying? They're putting him against, like, style bender necks. Like, yeah, that, that's a nice way to just send them all packing. Put him against a yeah. guy up and coming that's just going to kick his head off. That's nice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Whereas, and so on that one, I don't fault Anderson Silva. And I think it's because Dana really got mad. Like, Dana has not let go of Abu Dhabi. Like, oh, yeah. Day, that was not bad. Let go of Abu Dhabi, right? And, you know, I guess that's okay. You know, I like Forrest Griffin, too. He's a good guy. Yeah, me too. That's another guy I met. That's another guy I met. He'll never remember me for as long as he was. But, like, 
that's another guy. Matt, he's a good guy. He's solid human being. Um, but yeah, I think he's a, he was a police officer for a little while, too. Was that him, or... I keep getting him and Stefan Bonner mixed up. I, you know what? It, it, I'm pretty sure it was Forrest. I might Forrest, have to yeah. look that up. I'm pretty sure it was Forrest. Um, but, yeah, like, the thing about Rampage, though, is Rampage can still fight at this age if he's motivated. Yeah. If he can lose weight, if he can come in shape, you know? He looks fat. He looks fat against Vanderlei. You look, you look, I want to see him fight Mark Hunt. If they sign Mark Hunt, uh-huh. that would be a war. Just those two guys that will motivate him. No wrestling. Doesn't have to worry about someone uh-huh. taking him down, submitting him. Just a stand-up. You know the sad thing is, though? You know what the sad thing is, though? When Rampage was, in, like, when he was starting out, you know what his thing was? Wrestling. It was, it was wrestling. Yeah. It was wrestling. So it's like, to me, to me, I don't get it, right? Rampage's weakness is Muay Thai. If you kick at his legs, that's oh, yeah. it, right? That's, that's how you get him. So, like, to me, I don't, I don't understand why why Rampage can't defend the takedown. I don't get yeah. it. It probably got to a point where he's like he at that level for so long, and now everyone's just elevated to where their skill sets better, and now he can't just but, defend it anymore. Like John Jones, yeah. But what John Jones did to him, it was like he realized, okay, I can't go down there. Those guys are too better, much better than me, and. He can't get away with just going by one of his wrestling skills from like high school and it's tough now. I I mean I guess, but at the same time it's like he wrestled in college. He's a yeah. college and I'm not talking like division three college wrestler. And he could have been a D one guy, but he, he that's you know, rampage in the books. They're not you know, <laughs> you know rampage in the books. You know, but like legit, he's a legit wrestler. So I don't understand. Well, I know why because he's too he's eating too much coffee cake and not enough, <laughs> not enough training. Right? You know, evidently spent all that money made in the UFC and bought out a box of donuts. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, God bless him. But like, you know, if he comes here, you get, like you know, there's the thing. If I ever see Rampage again, you're gonna hit, you know what my ass for that. <laughs> You know, I, I, I gotta say how it is, man. I'm You're on Khabib and Rampage's list now. You gotta watch out. <laughs> They're both gonna show up. Let me, okay, I need to clarify this about Khabib. When I say he's not technically a good wrestler, at, like the first thing you learn in wrestling class 101 is when you shoot, you do not crash with double knees. You know oh, yeah. He, he double always knees that. every single time, right? Um,. But the thing is, he's different, right? And what that allows him to do is it allows him to ankle pick and get to a single leg. And, you know, I have arguments with my trainer at uh, the martial arts club all the time about whether or not single leg takedowns work. And I show him Habib's clips. I'm like, here you go, but yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> right? But we have arguments because, you know, single legs, are, single legs on good wrestlers just straight up don't work. You know, like they don't. But against with Habib, they do right. So yeah, like, just got so good and doing what nothing works for any other guy. Yeah, and mastered it. Yeah, right. Like typical wrestlers, like a Kevin Lee style wrestler, blast double legs. You know, um, shots going from the outside, able grip your way and pummel through to get like a a blast double. Like you know, those are the types of things that that you do right and. But for Habib, it's just straight up like they'll be like fifty feet away from you, and somehow you're you're getting taken down. Like it's just that's how it works. There's no stopping you know? it. Yeah, 
it's like that's not how it works, but it works for Habib, right? So, you know, God bless him. But it is what it is. Hey, my uh, amazing phone battery's dying, so uh, yeah, yeah, we gotta do this again sometime. Man, I, you know what? I whenever you guys are ready, just text, shoot me a text. I'll see if I can. If my uh, if my homegirl, you know, doesn't you know tell me like no, then yeah, I'm down. You're in the the amazing, exciting place of North Bay. Yeah, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna say this right now. This city has potential. I, I really do think it must be a great city. It's, um, it's compared to Las Vegas. I hear that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Man, don't, no. don't get me in trouble. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's got potential. It's just, you know what? I think my, my main issue with the city is everything closes at like 8 o'clock on the weekend. You know Holy saying? crap, yeah. Um, it's like, it's amazing. It's like, okay, they got like an MMA gym, you know? They got like two MMA gyms. They're top notch. I just, I, 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 I sparred a guy today and like we we went to fucking war. Oh, guys, war. Okay, no, we I saw war. <laughs> yeah, we went to war, and he's he's for real, man. You know what I'm saying? We went to war, right? There's guys, you know. You go. There's a club here. There's here's the thing I never thought I would see in North Bay: a black barber who can give you a proper lineup. Oh my god! Right, right. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> He can give you a proper lineup, you know? I went I you know where I got my sword? Well, I didn't get it from you. Like someone bought it for me for Christmas. But you know where they got the sword? In North Bay at Green Earth. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That sword was that Dragon Ball Z looking, like it was a yeah, staff yeah. thing, right? Yeah, it was a staff yeah. that turns into a katana. They got it for me in North Bay. There's potential in the city. They definitely have some things. Just there's gotta be one business who starts at first that isn't a Walmart, like just a home a homemade business, like a local business, open till eleven. Yeah. That's once they start. do that, once they do that everyone else is going to follow suit and they say he's going to be lights on but it is at the end of the day a retirement city so but it's, yeah. it's, it's a good city it is what it's it a is. city that has, has potential but it's it's you know it's potential has not been realized you know all right man gonna let you go here this was good right, whoever's man. on uh this list here on live this is uh michael Asifo. check him out north oh, bay oh. what's it is 106 point the moose it's called the moose right yeah yeah 106.3 moose fm music radio though so like i'm not gonna be there just talking but i might bring back soccer for radio toronto so like oh, you want to look out for that yeah, yeah i might bring that back um you know i think if i'm gonna do it it's gonna be on like a tuesday or a monday um but yeah i'll bring that back and then i might be doing a podcast but we're bringing all that back ari shapiro um dot ca he's a good guy he uh he lets me write for him too as well so i got that going on anyway that's it that's all i got one more my bad my bad one more one all more right. i completely forgot okay um homeboy kendall hilton fan i sports founder ceo that's where i got my start i always shout him out um he got married a long time ago but i i never really publicly said anything he got married um and yeah uh that's one of my guys that's like one of my guys he gave me my start in this business and i love him to death so you know shout out to kendall hill and right go follow fan i sports all right check them out 106.3 the moose <laughs>